This is Find the Eight, a podcast for teens, where change is broken down into bite-sized action steps that you can take even when you're busy, tired, and overwhelmed. I'm Dr. Kara Uwe, and in this first season, we're going to talk about sleep, because it's hard to change anything else if you're sleep-deprived and exhausted. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Episode 7. Today, we're going to be talking about what to do when your mind is keeping you awake. Does this sound familiar? You're lying in bed trying to sleep and your mind will just not turn off. It's common for the mind to get really busy in bed. Not only is it quiet and are you not distracted by all the stuff that keeps you busy during the day, but the time is often the first opportunity that you have in the day to process what's happened, to problem solve, and to just think. It also happens to come at the worst time because all of that thinking makes it really hard for your mind and your body to power down, especially if what you're thinking about is leading to a lot of anxiety, excitement, shame, guilt, or overwhelm. Trying to work through things at this time also tends to be really unproductive. When trying to sleep, it's common to catastrophize or loop over and over on thoughts without ever coming to any helpful conclusion or resolution. So not only can you not sleep, you're putting in a lot of energy into trying to work through stuff that is probably best addressed the following day. So today we're going to talk about how you can use a strategy called capturing to prevent being kept awake by an overactive mind. To describe capturing, let's look at an analogy. Imagine your room is really, really cluttered. You could spend hours cleaning up your room if you tried to figure out what to do with each item that was out of place, whether to keep it, throw it out, donate it. Maybe you'd get interrupted and the job would be left half done and your room would soon return to a messy, cluttered state. The other option is you could clean up your room in about five minutes. You might not do the best job, but you could get your room looking pretty clean if you grabbed a big box and threw everything in that box without trying to figure out what to do with it in the moment. This is not the best long-term solution, but when you looked around at your clean, tidy room, you would probably feel a sense of calm and relief in that moment. So it turns out the second option of dumping everything quickly into a box is also something you can do when you have a really cluttered and active mind. To help quiet your mind, you can take everything that's floating around in your mind, all of that mental clutter, and offload these things onto a piece of paper. It can be stuff you need to do, ideas, problems, worries, decisions you have to make, thoughts about what you're feeling or experiencing in the moment, really anything that's going through your mind. When you do this, you're going to be tempted to edit what you write. And this is really normal because you're probably used to writing stuff that other people are going to read. But this exercise is just for you. You don't have to format it, make it look nice, or worry about other people judging you. There are other terms that are sometimes used for this process. Free writing, brain dump, a brain sweep. And this is pretty much what you want to do. You just want to get everything out of your mind really quickly and without giving it all that much thought. Another reaction that can be common is overwhelm from seeing all of this stuff down in one place. This is kind of like when you clean up your room and you uncover a pile of clutter that you didn't even realize was there. Or you're halfway through cleaning your room and your room's a total mess because everything's just out and not put away yet. Because this can happen, it's a good idea to do a big first capture during the day. This both gives you a chance to practice capturing when the stakes aren't as high And also, an initial clear-out can help reduce what comes up at nighttime. Another thing that might happen is that you draw a blank. And this is especially common if writing out your thoughts is not something that you've done before or that you're used to doing. 
Sometimes having a list of prompts or having someone talk you through it can be helpful. For this reason, I'm going to create two bonus episodes, one in which I'll talk you through how to do a big initial capture and one in which I'll talk you through how to do a quick capture in the moment. And I'll link to both of these bonus episodes in the show notes when they're available. So why is capturing so helpful? Capturing takes care of unfinished business, at least for the moment. Your mind has to stay on guard when it has unfinished business. Your mind can't ease up if there's a problem that it thinks it has to solve or if it doesn't want to forget that thing that needs to be done. Capturing allows you to do something about this unfinished business in the moment, and this may be enough to let your mind relax so that it can get sleepy. Capturing also helps to clarify your thoughts. There's something about writing that is really therapeutic. Sometimes when we name the thoughts or emotions that we're having, they tend to lose their power. And when they're written down, we can often evaluate them more objectively. As I mentioned, it's common to catastrophize in bed when you can't sleep. Once you see your thoughts in writing, it can become easier to evaluate if your worst fears are really likely to come true, or if maybe your thinking is being heavily influenced by the fact that you're frustrated and anxious. Capturing also allows you to gather all the stuff you need to act on in one place. If you often have that vague sense that you've got stuff to do, but you're not exactly sure what that stuff is, The nice thing about capturing regularly is that you've already written down everything, and when it comes to acting on the stuff that needs to get done, the problems that need to be solved, and the decisions you need to make, you've already got a list. It's like having a list when you go shopping, instead of having to rely on remembering what you need to buy in the moment and realizing that you've forgotten a bunch of stuff after you leave the store. Now, one thing you may be thinking is that capturing is not going to be enough, and you're right. If you were to clean your room by throwing everything into a box, eventually you'd have to start pulling stuff out of the box when you needed it, and your room would soon get pretty cluttered. The initial relief of capturing won't last if you don't solve the problems or you don't act on the things that need to get done. Longer-term relief comes from processing what you've captured, and this is why scheduling 20 minutes during the day to problem-solve or get things done can really help with preventing that buildup of mental clutter. So now let's get to action. Right after the episode, go grab a pen and a blank notebook for your room so that you always have something on hand to capture your thoughts when you can't sleep. Next, open up the Notes app in your phone and name a note Capture, and use this note to capture thoughts during the day and when you're on the go. If you'd like a cheat sheet for today's episode, you can find it by visiting the Find the 8 Instagram account and by clicking on the link in the bio or by visiting findthe8.com forward slash seven. If you'd like to be talked through how to do a capture, I will link to those bonus episodes in the show notes. Also, if you're interested in reading more about the concepts that we talked about in this episode, I would highly recommend the book Getting Things Done for Teens by David Allen, Mike Williams, and Mark Wallace. So to summarize, if you want to avoid unproductively looping on the same thoughts and clear your mind, this strategy of capturing is one of the simplest and easiest strategies to start with. But remember that capturing is only the first piece of the puzzle. While on its own, capturing can bring a lot of relief in the moment, the longer-term relief comes from having the time and the skills to process what you've captured. In future episodes, I'm going to cover processing strategies like how to problem-solve, how to make better decisions, and how to act more effectively on the stuff that you need to get done. So that is it for today. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about how you can get more done with a strategy called the two-minute rule. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I will see you soon. If you found this episode helpful, please share it, subscribe to this podcast, and follow Find the 8 on Instagram so that you can find the better rested version of your life one bite-sized step at a time.